0: What's up, everyone? This is your host, Daniel and Javi, and you're listening
1: to the Brown Sound Podcast.
0: We're just two brown best amigos talking about everything and anything through a
1: Latino and indigenous perspective. In this podcast, we uplift indigenous and Latino insights on a variety of topics that highlight the intersectionality of both cultures. Expect some tears,
0: joy, and definitely laughter. Imagine chilling with your two best friends, talking smack, and throwing a little shade. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everybody, welcome back to Brown Sound Season 4, Episode 9. There was a, another chirp. Uh, we got a bird in the studio today. So, <laughs> excuse our friend. He is in his cage.
1: <laughs>
0: What's up, Cheek eggs?
1: Cheek just got to say, I freaking love my bird. So, you know, sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sorry, everybody, if you're just going to hear the bird in the back. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: Yeah, we love birds here. If you um, If
1: you can guess what bird chirp that is, though, like that's... <laughs> That's you know I would be impressed. Guess yeah. uh, guess what I have? It's all a cockatoo yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah, a toucan.
1: It's a toucan de Caldwell. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that was oh there it goes again. That was so that was so funny because I started out and then it was all quiet. It's all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we're here with the birds, uh, but we are not birds for sure. You know. Yeah, um, no,
1: we don't want to be birds, but we <laughs> like the birds. Yeah, They're like you throw some bread over here. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> yeah, I'll take a cracker. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa,
0: whoa. Yeah. What'd you call hey. them? Hey, hey, <laughs> hey. We're, we're woke here. We do not go to derogatory terms on this podcast. G-X. Yeah, I no. know.
1: <laughs> always cheek always. That just reminds me of that really funny, um, like there's oh. this viral TikTok that goes, there's this guy who's asking um, this lady, who's like a cafeteria lady serving food. Oh, yeah. And he goes, he goes do y'all serve crackers? And then she's all just nice. And she's just like, we serve everything everybody yeah Yeah, we serve everybody uh, baby (laughs) yeah oh oh oh. (laughs)
0: that was that was definitely uh, funny um the just call
1: cracks me up (laughs) (laughs) it cracks you up (laughs) <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, um, yeah. So what's up, X? What's new with your life? What are you? Uh, hey,
0: you know we are back from Phoenix. um We, you know, survived. We survived. The, Phoenix. The la- I know the last episode we were talking about. You know, our last night in Phoenix uh definitely was fun. If you saw the stories and
1: oh yeah, and the oh,
0: TikTok, yeah. <laughs> if you saw, the, <laughs> if you if you follow us on you know Instagram, you've definitely seen the stories of Thursday night. It was lit. It was uh, very. Light. I, you know, the place that we went to was like one of those speakeasies, right? Or what was it? Like, it was like a hidden bar type.
1: Yeah, it was pizza a hidden factory. Yeah, Cheek Egg. So, it, it, yes, it was a speakeasy. And remember, they had us walk through like this pizza. So there legit was a pizza place. Mm-hmm. They had us walk through this back hallway that was like lockers. And like, it looked like one of those like big. Uh, like, like a freezer? Freezer. Or or yeah. Yeah. Like and we're freezer. like, what the heck is Door. this we, is this where they get us, Chick Is yeah. this where the end of Brown Sound happens? Uh, In Phoenix, <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> just get butchered. Who um, would take care of your bird? <laughs> just I know, I'd be so sad. My bird would just be Die. chirping till it died. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then we uh we made it into this cool kind of like disco-esque kind of like it was a good vibe right
0: yeah they played really good music too it was like a mix of like old school hip-hop which obviously i'm a big fan of yeah and, you're, and there goes your bird again yeah. um <laughs> And then they had some Spanish music playing a little bit. Some Bad Bunny was in the mix. and uh, Yeah,
1: like Regatón. Yeah, that's some cuts. good vibes. That's
0: some good. I liked that the dance floor was like an old disco. Like it was all like, lit, lit up. up the the yeah. disco ball. And it was one of those. You can tell by the way I use my <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Also, Cheek ex, it was ladies night. So we, you know, we were. Yes, it was. Eye jabs were in full effect. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Your eyes were definitely all over the place. (laughs) Yeah, I kept feeling those eye jabs on me. yeah
0: it was uh and the place was reasonably priced like the drinks you know i think i bought like a round for all four of us and um it was like 33 (laughs) bucks you know it was like pretty pretty cheap i was surprised uh and and then too amani amani met us down in uh downtown and his friend and they were just a good vibe they were fun yeah
1: so much so much good times um and it just it literally felt like we were catching up with old friends so that's the vibe and i and i love Mm -hmm. that every time we can connect with people in that way.
0: It's yeah. really fun. They even had us do a model strut, your model walk, remember? We, like, all four of us, like, did a, like, a model runway yeah. walk. Yours is just dancing the whole time. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was, uh, I, uh, good, good times good times for sure um, I just remember getting to that place because we got onto those scooters oh. and they had dead <laughs> yeah. zones where we had a, so it's those those electric scooters where you know mm-hmm. kind of riding around my hair was in the breeze like it was like a good <laughs> it was a good like little little ride yeah. but they had these little dead spots where if you <laughs> rode your scooter <laughs> through it, it stopped working and so then you had to pedal extra hard to keep it and going. they're all heavy
0: too those scooters are really heavy when they're not like they were know, really when they're not powered up, I swear my leg was like, damn, I'm all, here all,
1: <laughs> all getting. Well, we, we, well, by the time we got to the bar, we were all sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> and the other thing <laughs> that was annoying about those was every time we ended up <laughs> we, at one of those spots where we could park, it said, "Oh, parking spot is full." <laughs> yeah, I'll take so, so we ended up walking walk back up two, two up. blocks so we yeah. could park and then walk over. yeah it was was uh, scooters
0: man they scooters are trying to play us they definitely thought they had a one up on us but you know what it is what it is it is what it is it was
1: fun though it was kind of nice to kind of laugh about that because it was a fun little memory well even when we were on the
0: scooters that one of the areas where it was like really dark and kind of creepy and i swear we both uh monty's friend and i both heard that like zombie scream it was like
1: (laughs) i'm
0: like that and i just remember trying to get on the scooter like man i don't know we're in the city like there's a lot of <laughs> crazy people down here i'm gonna let's get the scooter going yeah. i just remember and
1: hearing that like, didn't that happen too in one of those little dead zones we were like yeah. scootering extra hard to get out of there.
0: <laughs> yeah that was that was i was like uh bath salts i don't know <laughs> like we're in a city there's I'm a like, lot of you know drugs abuse and yeah stuff, so it was kind of sketchy but uh definitely Thursday night the last night in phoenix was was a lot of fun because just it was good good vibes good music good vibes. and then the good food after we had like this like mexican asian fusion food Oh yeah at the something. end of the night yeah. yeah
1: they yeah that was interesting that's the first time i've seen that kind of fusion yeah uh sushi mexican food yeah um it was good though
0: i will say because the one i ordered had like little bits of like carne asada and like bacon and chicken i think and like yeah. wrapped in rice and smothered in whatever type of sauce that
1: was yeah it was like it a was spicy good. mayo yeah um, it was good
0: but it was interesting definitely uh it was the first <laughs> <laughs> i was like well i didn't know if
1: there was a thing like Mexican sushi, you know? Yeah. Well, the other thing was um, the owner. Cause I think that's who we spoke to who incidentally looked like peso pluma, but we'll get into that in a little bit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he, um, he didn't, strike me as having kind of like that kind of influence in his life for mixed you know for mixing yeah. the food together i didn't get that vibe from me didn't share that when we talked to him but i mean the food was good i yeah. i just opted for for french fries <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, Yeah.
0: i will say though that the sushi that i got was good it even had that really nice big old jalapeno on like the side and that was good so that was know, good yeah i gave it you know i gave it a solid like seven out of ten yeah definitely. yeah Especially when you're drunk, you know, and, you know, hungry after the watering hole closes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, And we also ran into some um, random characters.
0: Oh, that we did. We, yeah, so, uh, you know, I swear, anytime I'm ever out, like, in a city and I just, you know, under the influence a little bit, I always have a good time meeting the people after. Like, it's always just a lot of fun to, like, get to, I don't know, BS around with the locals. Well, I guess they weren't really locals because they were from, like, London or something. But we met these like British, these two British buddies, these two British lads. (laughs) (laughs) And me being just kind of crazy. I was like, oh my gosh, I want them to rate my British accent because I mean, who better to judge me than them, right? (laughs)
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) And I remember telling them, like, oh, like, you know, I have a really good British accent. I believe, you know, it's, you know, top notch. And they gave me a solid three. They gave me a three out of ten. I was like, I'm just hating because I would say my British accent would be at least a solid seven. You know, like, it was, you know, they had was- us all do our accents, our British accents. And then they even did American accents. And they're like, oh, we're going to go to the body shop or something. I'm like,
1: well, that sounds a little bit more... East Coast, but <laughs> I, I was. I, I will admit though, because that was a funny interaction. Mm-hmm. Um, we were eating, they sat at the same tables, mm-hmm. and um, Imani's friend, who I can't remember her name, and I feel so bad <laughs> yeah. because she was so cool. Yeah, um, she was like, Oh my gosh, where are y'all from? Because you know, we all noticed the accent immediately, and we weren't trying to be rude about it, but they were like, mm-hmm. Oh, we're British, you know. Yeah. <laughs> just like that just like that and it was funny because the conversation did go and they asked us okay all of y'all try saying anything from the trolley love um and obviously i'm not saying it right so they had us all go around trying to say that and i was like hey that's from harry potter and they're like yeah you guessed it you know so my i immediately caught on and it was really fun but yeah Chick when they did their american accents i i don't care if it was like east coast i was immediately impressed because yeah, I, I was, no, like, I was oh, too. i'll trade of their British accent were gone when they tried doing their American accent. Yeah, you couldn't even tell. Pretty, I couldn't. Yeah, I was like, dang. Like, I wonder wow. if they can do a Caldwell accent.
0: Well, let's hear your
1: Rez accent. No. Yeah. No, I fun. remember
0: I was really trying to I a sitting there like, anything from a trolley love? You know? Yeah. you trying to say, anything, anything, anything from a trolley love? But, I don't know. I, I swear I'm like a 7 out of 10, but they gave me a solid 3. and I was like, you know I, what? Like, you know I what? think they... <laughs> I'm like, go back to your country. Just <laughs> <kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> to the to the it's okay to say to the, you know, the UK <laughs> i don't know
1: uh no so it was funny. it was funny though because it was all good vibes um yeah, we yeah, ended yeah. No, up finding out calls. too they rated um imani's friend as having the best best accent but the funniest oh, yeah. thing about the end of that night chicks, was when they said uh when they asked her if she drove a frank sinatra oh. and it and ended up being that they had the same color and car exact as her car yeah because when we walked away to our cars, they were walking back to theirs too, and we ended up um, trying to get into their car on accident. Remember that?
0: Yeah. That was that. Yeah. What a coincidence that they had the same exact color, like same car, same model. Like it was so weird. And we were all like opening the door and they're all laughing at us. Like, oh, no. And I'm like, hmm, let's hear your American laugh. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, that was definitely good vibes. It was fun, and I like—I don't know, honestly. To like, I don't know how I made it home because I we literally got uh, back to the hotel. I think I slept for like 45 minutes tops. I had to jump back up and then get to the airport for my flight at 6 a.m. Yep, you're Uh, a champ. You're a champ. I was nervous to be honest. I really didn't think I was gonna make it, but you know, uh, with God, all things are possible. but Lord Lord got me through. No, but it was like that was a rough travel day like It was. <laughs> I was so tired. I had to like, yeah, it wasn't. It was rough. And then I got home like somewhat early, like around eleven forty-five or so, like right before noon. And I like went home, didn't even unpack. I just went home and like changed and like crashed out because I was like, I'm, I'm dead. (laughs) I can't, yeah, can't travel when you're like lack of sleep. And then obviously, like the older I get, and when I do go out, it takes me a lot longer to bounce back and recover. So it's like I need like a good two to three day recovery phase. That is. is (laughs)
1: The thing we don't talk about about traveling and being a little bit older, like the bounce back is a little bit hard, and just like the just like time zone differences, too. Coming back, like luckily, I got to sleep in Cheek (laughs) X. (laughs) <laughs> yeah <laughs> and uh i didn't i didn't have to worry too much about that because i woke up at a good time and i wasn't like too tired but still um staying up a little bit past midnight these days i i don't know it's it's a little bit different being a little bit older uh but but it was fun cheek i'm glad we had that little that little getaway it, it was a yeah. really good time i had a good time
0: definitely needed for sure
1: yeah cheek i wanted to ask you about this new show um, I've watched a little bit of it, but I think you watched a couple more episodes than I have. Lenguizamo does America, where it's John Linguizamo traveling yeah. to ask questions about just the Latino experience, and I wanted to get yeah. your thoughts on it. Um, what can you what can you share? So
0: I started watching it on well, I think it's on Peacock, but I watch it on Peacock. I think it's on like NBC or something. But um, I just one day I was like looking up on Peacock like something to watch, and I saw it's like, oh, this is actually kind of a cool, a cool show. So it's like John with Zamo, he goes to different like popular big U.S. cities and he goes into like the Latino community and just tries to learn like the history of like the community in that city and tries all the different foods and just gets to hear from the community and so it's cool like the first episode I think he was in New York so he got to like you know meet with a lot of like Puerto Ricans who you know came from the island to new york and like a lot of dominicans and in like washington heights and stuff like that and then he was in miami where there's a lot of like cuban influence and caribbean influence and then the recent episode he was in dc which for me i was after i was watching it i was like dang it's one of those episodes where you kind of get a little like kind of choked up you know kind of the the heartstrings are being tugged and i think for me it's just because i don't realize how um i mean all the stuff that like latino community you know goes through as as someone who's not a part of the community i couldn't uh i just don't know you know so i think it was i think this show is pretty cool that it like shares the like true stories from people who have came you know to this country to like make a better life for themselves and their family and stuff so it really makes me like even open my eyes up even more like dang there's so much you know stuff out there to learn about just as an american and so um if you haven't watched show it's definitely on peacock go and watch that but it's really good and i i think it's important too, like because he like shares the history of like latinos in the u.s which is and he even mentions too because i know we said this before like native history is u.s history but he in this video he even says uh latino history is u.s history as well so it was kind of like one of those really cool moments to see and i was like dang like just you know it's just one of those things where i feel like if you're not from the community and you need to learn more it's definitely one of those like shows where you can learn a lot Within yeah. like forty-five minutes. It's like a forty-five minute episode. I and definitely
1: recommend it. There were some moments too that caught my attention that kinda got me choked up a little bit too. Um, and it's just because it's very raw and real, also it touches mm-hmm. a little bit closer to for home for me on the Latino experience. But one of the things I want to share too is John Linguizamo is an actor, a comedian, and a film producer. Um yeah. and he's actually been around for a while. So he's done um he rose to fame in the Super Mario Bros. movie. So he was actually Luigi. Right. <laughs> (laughs) And he's been in like Carlito's way, uh, Tu Wong Footh, uh, Lincoln lawyer, the John Wick movies, uh, and he's been in the Ice Age franchise. So, so he does the voice of Sid the Sloth. Yeah. Was uh, he in so, Shrek too? Uh yeah, I don't, I don't know. I can't remember. I don't, I don't remember. I don't know if he's been in that, but um Too
0: long Fu, yeah. But I remember that movie too, too Wong Fu. <laughs>
1: yep. Um, and so he's a very prominent Latino, one of the very few like standout Latino uh actors that you know everybody who's Latino probably knows who he is. And I didn't know this Chick-X, but he was actually born in 1960, so he's 62 years old and he does Oh wow. look
0: he does not look he does not look yeah, that old huh de- de- definitely aging well for sure yeah
1: i like, i think latinos do have that gene where we age a little bit slower um mm. i was reading up on that but anyways yeah Chi <laughs> i uh <laughs> we got that good where where are you <laughs> i know you're really big into your age you're probably like <laughs> when do
0: i start looking old <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh no but i so totally recommend and uh maybe we, that's something we can touch on on a later episode uh yeah. viewing let's like get, one let's of the get john Linguizamo on the podcast yeah definitely... if you're listening because we know he listens yeah. you know? reach like, out linguizamo let's get, yeah. get on the brown sound yeah. yeah come on <laughs> yeah
0: no it was definitely a, a good like it's like a docuseries i believe so i don't know i don't know how many episodes there are but i know he was like in new york miami D.C., Chicago. Um, I'm, I'm not sure what else is coming up next. I'm, sh- I'm assuming probably somewhere in California or Texas next. Yeah, but, I'm all, uh, come to
1: Caldwell, John Linguismo. <laughs>
0: yeah it was definitely one of those like really eye-opening things because i think for you know like non latino people like don't know you know we don't know what's really going on especially with just like how media portrays you know certain communities so we i mean it was definitely a, a eye-opener and i was like dang sitting there on my couch like my little heart, my
1: little heart well and my last thoughts on that Cheekex, is a lot of times in the media we latinos are vilified they're made mm-hmm. to um there's consistent stereotypes that Are applied to us in all types of like movies, right? Specifically in the media. And a lot of the coverage that, um, newscasters or the news in general portray us in as that of delinquents or like robbers or like undocumented mm-hmm. people. Um, and that's that's problematic. But what I love about the John Linguizamo series or docuseries uh, Linguizamo Does America is that it really touches home on the uh, nuances that people don't touch on for the mm-hmm. Latino experience and um, really what like immigrants and non-immigrants and just all any folk yeah. that identifies with Latino experience um, um, experiences. So there was this actress on uh, Orange is the New Black. I believe her name is Diane. Um, I have to look at the last name because I can't remember, but she's a very prominent actress. She rose to fame in Orange is the New Black, but she is someone who was affected by... Um, family separation because of immigration and mm. parents being deported and she shares her story and it it really touched my heart like i literally yeah. you know was choking up and i think you shared that experience too chica. Yeah. and that's weird because you never cry but you know like <laughs> <it> was, <laughs> um just to hear the impact of of what that means right family separation and mm-hmm. She's living that and she's someone who's prominent and someone who's well known and can speak to that through a platform that other folks don't have. That's huge. And so just to be able to share that experience with folks who would never have that experience and to say this is how those things negatively affect our communities, please understand this, like that's Mm -hmm. huge. And so I think that it's a worthwhile um, and a big effort in amplifying our voices and our experiences. So please, please, please go and look at that. Please go and. Yeah, definitely. and um, learn a little bit more about the Latino experience for sure.
0: We should, um, I'm like, we need to have a Brown Sound Does America. I'm, I'm like, let's go to yeah, these. Let's, let's do drama. our own. Yeah, let's just go on a road trip. No, not a road trip. We can do like <laughs> flights, you know. But, <laughs> uh, but no, I, also I was going to touch a little bit on, so I just started watching this show on Peacock too, because I like to just watch all these different random shows that I, if I'm like, you know, laying on yeah. the couch, nothing to watch. And so I recently started this show called Summer House Martha's Vineyard. And so, Oh yeah, I saw that. So it's a cast it's all african-american cast which is pretty cool to see because that's not really common on bravo or like peacock you know there's like um the housewives of atlanta and potomac but this is like summer house so it's like this group of friends they go to this like place in martha's vineyard this really nice house and they're there for like the summer and so it just follows this friend group but something that like stood out to me was one of the girls was doing a cheers like where they're all having drinks and so they're like oh cheers like black excellence and one of the cast members was like oh i really like despise that saying because he's like the way we are considering what's excellent is from like a white lens like what success oh. defining success from like what a white person's perspective would be and so it really made me start to think like yeah because obviously other groups will say you know like oh Latino excellence or native excellence or indigenous excellence or whatever so then I started to think about like oh it makes a lot of sense when you're comparing like what is like you know indigenous excellence like why you know? is it coming from like a, a white perspective of like what is seen as success right and so like Cause the cast member shares, he's like, he's like, my mom, he's like, that's what I think is black excellence. Like, she is a single mom, raised us. She didn't go to college. She worked really hard to like provide a good life for us. He's like, that to me is what he was saying was black excellence. And so I really started to think like, yeah, that's a really interesting way to see it because I always would think too, like, oh, like native excellence when you see like the accolades or the you know getting noticed or things like that. And I was like, oh, that's actually re- <laughs> it really like stuck with me. And so I was like, hmm, that's uh, I was like, going to wonder like, how, what is. How would you per- like how would you perceive like Latino excellence? Like what? Is yeah,
1: to- no, that's a good question. Cheek And that's a good uh, point. I have always understood whenever i hear like black excellence latino excellence or any kind of excellence mm-hmm. i do think of what is a like western standard of success so like becoming a doctor or like getting a high-paying job or buying a house mm-hmm. but i also feel like you get to apply what that means what what the excellence is so right for example my my parents came to this country with nothing gave us everything have kids who have gone to college have successful careers my dad owns a business um mm-hmm. my mom mom has been working a job, uh, was able to move from working um, from a hard labor manual job, which is, you know, very respectable jobs, too, into being able to work, um, you know, in, in a school and, you know, have health insurance, have benefits mm-hmm. that before she would never have. Right. Um, that to me is Latino excellence because she's, you know, she's she's come from not having anything to having a lot and having kids who are successful. You know what I mean? Right. So I I don't hate the excellence. I don't hate those terms because to me we get to define what that means right right and that's that's how i see it um But also that might include that we've gotten to the, you know, what excellence means for uh, Western culture, which is which is the becoming a doctor, having money, uh, buying Mm -hmm. a nice car, those kind of things, too. I would include all of it in it because if that's what we want it to be, that's what what it is. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It just really had me thinking because I always think about that, like when I see like, you know, natives getting recognized for something in any media or or whatever. I'm always like, oh, yes, native excellence. And I think, oh, wait, wait a second. Like, yeah. Like there's so much to that like term then i think yeah you know it's so it could be so broad so i was like yeah. it made me really read like think about now when i when i say that or if i use that term like oh this could also like native excellence could also be you know just knowing your traditional things like you yeah. know the, the roots or the food or the the language or whatever so i was just like oh wow this is it was kind of cool though so yeah went or summer house uh martha's vineyard was one of those shows i just get it you know like i said i'm a i'm a, like a reality tv sucker yeah. so i just got it that show it was really good it just just premiered recently so there's only one episode in but it looks yeah. like it's gonna be Season,
1: but Cheek X, what is Native Excellence? You, you are Native Excellence. Oh, Oh, thank you.
0: Oh, yeah, say that again. No, (laughs) (laughs) no, yeah, no, yeah. I, yeah, I just, it's just kind of crazy because I was thinking about that. I was like, it's weird because, yeah, like from the Western like view of like what we see as success, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that could be one of those things where I just had me really, really thinking. It's weird because I'm like, reality TV don't really make me think, but this one made me like really sit there and like, wow, it's, it was a good definitely yeah. interesting, interesting but, topic.
1: but at the same time i'm glad that that person said that because that means they're really thinking about what does that mean mm-hmm. and then also saying i refuse to be boxed in to what you know, a white lens would put on me for success because I get right. to define that. And that that's 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 everything, you know, no. like us saying no, we get to define what excellence means to us. Um I'm here for it, cheek eggs. Yeah. I, I love that. I love people pushing back. Yeah. So while we're on that note of cultural excellence, cheekex on Sunday I saw that you were at a root feast and I saw some oh, pictures. Yes. Um but I remember I was texting you like oh I can't text back and because oh, I'm yeah. at this thing and I'm like oops, sorry. <laughs> but can you share a little bit on what that was what is a root feast what does that mean
0: yeah so sunday so every year during this time we call it Katui, which means like the root like the first root i believe it's like very common with like Nespris culture umatilla yakima like all the, the plateau tribes um but we just it's just a time to be in ceremony and to celebrate the first food our traditional foods the first roots and um this was my first root feast i've gone to in a while and so it was cool to definitely like be there in community with my fellow, you know, Nimi people and, and participate in uh, the, the first food ceremony. And so, like, a lot of it's just like roots, like, a lot of the roots that our people have, you know, lived and survived off of, you know, pre colonization and stuff like that. And so, I was at the longhouse for like, gosh, I was there, I think, for like maybe four and a half hours or so. It was a pretty long, um, long, but definitely like needed. Like, I always feel like when I'm around the songs or if I'm like listening to the songs or participating in anything it just kind of grounds me it kind of just brings me back to like you know like a good a good headspace so uh yeah root feast was something i i shared on my story of the food i think on my in my picture there was like salmon buffalo um elk um eel huckleberries choke cherries camas kaki, uh fliton i i can't remember like the english names for some of those roots but yeah it was definitely just one of those good events feel good very special uh uh, ceremony that the people in my community um, do, so that yes. was a good a good Sunday. You know, it's definitely needed after being rugged in Phoenix. No, I'm just kidding, <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> and is that something that the whole community participates in?
0: Yeah, it just you know, well, it's open to anyone. So like. Okay. Because there is a few non-natives in there too But um, it's yeah it's open to anyone And um, for the most part it's a lot of Nimibu people But there is also people from uh, the Umatilla tribe that were there and stuff So it's just like a a good time of um, the good time of year Because this year this type of year Or this time of year is like the root digging season and stuff like that So a lot of times you'll see a lot of families out in the hills Digging and preparing you know for this upcoming year And so pretty much it's just uh, a good way to be be Being community. Community with your fellow you know tribal peeps
1: yeah and keeping it cultural right and i'm yeah. always here for that um sorry chick x the other thing i gotta share is when i came back from phoenix i actually ended up catching a cold or something oh, yeah. <laughs> so my voice uh you know sounds a little bit different it's got that mm-hmm. little probably because little... you were just making out with all those different <laughs> chicks down there <laughs> that's gonna happen when you just make out with uh, well that's that's not true uh but no chick G- <laughs> uh i want so for of all um if if that's your thing i totally commend it right if you are making out with everybody (laughs) but that's not my thing um and so anymore (laughs) (laughs) um the next thing chica because i wanted to talk about is uh Senate Bill 1718 Ugh. that came from Florida. No thanks the Governor Ron DeSantis. No DeSantis. Um, and so if you haven't heard about it, SB 1718 is a law uh, that was signed into effect where the gist of it is hospitals will be forced to ask patients about their legal status before they can help them. Employers are required to use federal e-verify system to check employees' legal status. Fel- fel- Felony-level penalties will be imposed imposed on people who knowingly transport undocumented people um, within Florida. Mm. The law will prohibit undocumented immigrants who were part of DACA from practicing law in the state. That's people who are uh, lawfully uh, able to work in the United States. Okay, Mm -hmm. And it would also prohibit undocumented immigrants from from driving a car, even if they have a driver's license from another state, because there are states who give undocumented folks a driver's license. Um, So it's, you know, it's problematic. Like it's Very. it's causing a lot of um, turmoil within these communities because people feel like they're going to be deported. So they're leaving to the other states. I'm, I'm really concerned about how it will, um, you know, the kind of like anguish that it's putting on families who have mm-hmm. folks that are documented and undocumented um, and also how this will backfire on Florida because right. what is it going to do to their economies? Right. What what is it doing to their workforce? What industries are going to see um, less people being able to work? Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's just concerning for many, for many levels. Um, and people feel like DeSantis is doing this because he's trying to, um, you know, get more momentum going for him running for people feel like he's going to be running for president. Yeah. right
0: I remember, I think seeing that. So Florida is just, yeah, it's great. It's crazy because I really enjoy Florida for the scenery, not the politics, but I'm always like, Florida is always like a big, like face palm, you know, like, Oh my God gosh like i couldn't i don't know i just couldn't imagine like it just seems so targeted you know like it seems like it's very like there's a lot of like i don't know like hate behind it you know or just it just seems very uh like evil you know
1: it seems evil there's even a lot of concern from the medical community that people would rather like die than go to the hospitals because Mm. then they fear that they'd be deported right if you're sick and you disclose that you're undocumented will people immediately call ice or whoever to come and detain you and deport you that sucks that's so sad you know what i mean imagine fearing that um from the state you live in from your community right and so um i can see why people are wanting to move out i can see why people are concerned um and you know it's it does feel like it's coming from a rooted place of hate Right. Mm-hmm.
0: It's crazy because like if you've been to like obviously like Southern Florida, it's so like uh it's so like Latino, you know, like there's so much. I mean, I feel like, you know, Spanish is definitely spoke there more than English, you know, in Southern Florida. I've, I've never really been to like Northern Florida. I've been to like, you know, mostly Southern, but it just it's just so crazy that things like that would, you know, pass in, in a state like that. Like, that's just kind of cra- I mean, we've always known Florida has always been like a Republican state, but it's just weird Florida's just oh my gosh
1: (laughs) well and it does just feel it feels crappy that someone would use like immigration for for example as um basically a political pawn to build Mm -hmm. up like a national profile right to be a presidential candidate that sucks um and so I don't know my heart is with the communities down there in Florida that are affected sure. by this bill um, I I hope that more states don't follow in that direction I could already see a lot of like civil rights um, organizations right. combating that bill um, and taking it to court so um, if you're listening and you're able please donate to those efforts um, and you know like support as much as you can um, right. and and um, please really try to understand like what those communities are facing um, if you don't know anything about it and get more. Mm-hmm more informed so also the thoughts and opinions we need to reiterate that we say that (laughs) in all of our episodes are those of, of the hosts only um and no one else so
0: yeah they don't reflect our work so they can't fire us yeah, so. <laughs>
1: anyways uh, anything um, anything else CheekX before we we wrap up on those thoughts you know
0: I I guess for me just you know being your friend and learning a lot about your culture and being around your family um, I definitely feel like as native people especially because uh, you know obviously you know there was indigenous people throughout Central America Latin America so obviously you know the people were here before the borders um i just think though as natives i feel like i don't know what we can do to like show our support or i don't know the best way to do it but i just want to let you know cheek you have my support i got your back i'm always gonna be an ally and uh, i definitely appreciate the contribution of like of latinos in this country i mean obviously there's so much that you know the community does and it's just something that's unfortunate that our country is always gonna have these like you know divided thoughts and these racists and stuff but you know what i'm like come to the res hey come to the res you're safe here no yeah but but yeah it's just crazy 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 just what a time you know it's weird because it's 2023 and we still have to deal with all this crap
1: very true cheek and there's no obvious um solution to how how to go about fixing you know national issues because immigration has been um a big, you know, a big item to 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 discuss. Mm-hmm. Do we have all the answers? No, but it seems like targeting communities is not it, right? Right. It seems to create more problems than solutions, and so, anyways, that's where we'll end it, CheekX. Um, you know, we'll we'll continue to bring awareness to these issues and mm-hmm. can you know contribute and uplift um those issues and put spotlights on them so people can be aware, right? Yeah. That's why it is important for people that um can vote to vote and mm-hmm. to. Uh, not put those types of folks mm-hmm. that would create these types of laws into um, those positions. So anyways, CheekX, what is our language lesson for today?
0: All right. So every episode, if this is your first time listening, we always do a language ep- or language lesson. We call it brown noises, brown sounds, whatever. We haven't we haven't given a title yet, but we just call it a language lesson. So today, since today is Thursday, I'm going to teach you how to say today is Thursday. Are you ready, CheekX? All right. So how to say today it's Thursday in Nini Putin, The Nespers language is... Tox. Hewis. Pilip. Ka-own. Tox. 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 No. Tox. Hewis. Tox. He
1: was. Pilip. own Ka-own. Ka-own. Like Pilip.
0: ka Pilip. ka ka Because Pilip is the pilip. fourth day pilip.
1: Taut, tauts, <laughs> yeah, well you know it's, it's that last part. It's that Pilip, last
0: part. Piloped kaown. Like owl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Your bird okay. your bird did it.
1: Your bird did it. <laughs> All right, cheekes. I will keep on practicing, I promise. <laughs> so to say um today is Thursday, we would say Oyes jueves. Oyes jueves. Oy es jueves.
0: Yeah.
1: Oy es jueves. Cuerpo lo sabe. Es que... <laughs> <laughs> El cuerpo lo sabe. Just and the body knows it. Yeah. Absolutely. Alright, Gigax. So time for our shady question round. Ooh. So this is a fun segment to mm-hmm. um close out our episodes. Mm-hmm. And this segment is a fun one because sometimes it puts us in the hot seat. And Ooh. so if this is your first episode, uh the shades of Shades of brown shady question round goes as follows. We'll ask mm. three questions. Everybody here has to answer at least two, but if you're brave, you'll answer all three. So the questions oh. today are cheek. Oh. Eggs, mm. What is one thing that you feel like you have taken for granted as a child? Oh. And then what has been one of the hardest pills for you to swallow? Oh. And then the third one is give us your best. Um, there is a peso pluma challenge going on right oh, now. Yes. Cheekes. So we're gonna do our best peso pluma um. Um, we're gonna do the Peso pluma challenge,
0: okay? And so
1: um, we'll we'll talk a little bit more about what that is here in okay. a second. Uh, but but uh, let's start. You ready?
0: Okay. Um, so I think for me, what is one thing that I feel like I've taken for granted as a child? Honestly, I would probably have to say like the family events um growing up on my mom's side we were always very close and when my grandpa was alive we did a lot of family things but once he passed uh it just seems like those events kind of stopped and then obviously COVID and things like that so um I would say those moments because those a lot of when I think about like a lot of my memories I think of those good times with my cousins and stuff so um trying to get emotional no (laughs) but but i just think that those moments with my cousins because i feel like we're all just all living our own lives and we're all different yeah places in our lives and so uh, definitely think that's one thing I took for granted is just being around family yeah um, well dang just a deep question and what is one one of the hardest pills Uh. I'm all dang these are reflection questions no <laughs> but I do think that um mm, one of the hardest pills that I think I had to swallow was that like coming to realize if someone isn't like meant for me then they're just not meant for me like the universe will just not allow it you know I feel like um amen the universe will not allow peace between you and that person because it's just you know the disconnect and, and the confusion is just confirmation that you're not meant for each other so I think that's been my hardest pill to swallow like because I, I I mean I'm not someone who normally gives second chances out all the time but when it comes to like my feelings I feel like there's been things in the past where I've let things slide where I was kind of dumb but so yeah I think that's that's probably been one of my hardest pills as well, is just like coming to terms with not everything or you know, people change, you know, things like that. But damn, just deep questions, cheek no.
1: I know those are all like super reflect. I mean, I'm thinking about my answers too as you're doing yours, and I'm like, dang, like getting my <laughs> feels about it.
0: Yeah, and then my best Peso pluma challenge. So I'm gonna be like, babe. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So <laughs> let's let's talk about what the Peso Pluma is. Peso Pluma is um a an artist, Latino artist who's mm. re- recently um you know risen to a lot of fame. Yeah. And he's got a lot of good bangers um for re- I would call it like regional Mexican music, right? Mm-hmm. So he has a song out that's called um is it Baila Sola? Ella Baila Sola. Something yeah. yeah, like Baila that. Solo, yeah. Right. And so um in in that song, one of his his uh quotes that stand out to everybody <laughs> is Bay ella sabe que está buena. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's so that's what everybody that's the peso pluma challenge right now. So cheek, give us your best peso pluma challenge.
0: Okay, here comes uh Danny Pluma real quick. <laughs> just
1: <kidding.
0: laughs> I just think it's just uh ella sabe que está buena. <laughs> i'm like i'm like i mean hey that's that's as good as it gets yeah
1: yeah now go listen to it and uh tell us what you think how daniel yeah. did um A-L right. the
0: Sola the remix i think right
1: right, right. all right X, so for me what is one thing you feel you have taken for granted as a child you know chica X, I think that something i took for granted as a child is that my grandparents and parents will would always be around mm-hmm. and with my grandpa passing about three years ago there's not a day i don't think about him and that I just think about like how I wish I would have spent more time with him or like called him more or like you know spend more time with him when I visited Mm -hmm. and that's that's just a thing I get I think for like me as a child of immigrants and having parents that live in another country that's just something that I it's no one's fault it just you know I couldn't be with him every single day and as my parents get older, as I'm getting older, um, you know, I do think about like, dang, I, I really got to do everything I can to spend yeah. and make as many memories as I can with all my family members. Because? Because, yeah, I can't, I can't take it for granted, you know, I it's not always going to be there. And now you can relate to that too, cause you've had relatives have passed. Um, mm-hmm. And it's very, um, it's very real. And I think that even yeah. growing up, cause when I was in college, I, I didn't really think about those things either. I was too fixed on my like life at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, thinking too much about myself. And so, yeah, that's, that's something I would say, especially to, to the younger generation. Like think about yeah. spending time with your family. Cause for sure, those are things you need to think about. You don't have forever to keep making memories. Um, dang chicks so all get me in the feels. <laughs> <laughs> I'll play it, get a geta yoda a yoda. Yeah. <laughs> and then, what's one of the hardest pills uh, for you to swallow? I think that um, I think that that's that's a you're hard like, one. You're like ibuprofen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, you're like I- antibiotics because those yeah. are always <laughs> big. <laughs> um, no, I think a tough one that's a tough one for me to answer because i can think of a couple things but i think if i'm gonna boil it down to one thing it's that you know not all like not everybody's gonna like you and Mm. that's not something that you should live up to i think in the past i've always been like fixated on don't um you know try try to not ruffle anyone's feathers try not to say Mm. uh, no insensitive or or rude things uh because i i just want people to feel welcomed around me and Mm -hmm. a hard pill of swallow is um try as try as hard as you as you can and not coming from a place of I want to please everybody but someone's just going to hate you because you're you no matter what right and mm-hmm. it's important mm. to not to not take that personally yeah right and it's something that I've learned as I've gotten older and I've leaned more into like my identity is I don't care what anyone thinks about me mm-hmm. um, there's there's certain people's opinions who I value more than anything and if someone says anything about me that I know isn't true it does not affect me a bounces Mm off and i think once you build once you grow to to think like that um your your life is just easier ggex there's not a lot of things that bother you and i'm i'm lucky to get to that point i think um but if if that's something that you're still struggling with um you know just just live live to be you life is so short Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. if you have self-imposed ideas of what you should be like um because someone doesn't like you lose it let it go and i promise your life will be so much better yeah no exactly So that that's excuse a hard my deal. language. Excuse my yeah, yeah. language. Fuck. <laughs> and up. and then give my best uh, Peso Pluma challenge. Uh, mm-hmm. Here Javi goes. Pluma, let's hear it. Javi Javi pluma, pluma. Uh, bella. i sabe que está buena. <laughs> I just got Caribbean Spanish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ella sabe que está buena, <laughs> yeah. oh, sabe que está buena. Like
0: arriba,
1: abajo, No, I love it, you Go for a little. You know, you can
0: go for a little trago right now. A little drinky drink. Yeah. In, 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 in sense, you know, it's not bad. It's The weather has been amazing here in northern, I, I don't know, northern central Idaho. I don't know. Right, yeah. The weather has been great. It's like 70 degrees out. I have been working on my tan, trying to get out yeah. of my winter brown. Uh, me too,
1: Chigex. Me too. And actually, that... let me ask you really quick. Uh, how did you celebrate your Cinco de Mayo? <laughs>
0: Being on the couch hurting, uh, <laughs> flying home. Yeah, I forgot that it was, I mean, I guess for me, like Cinco de Mayo, I don't celebrate it like how like America does. Like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, let's go get like crunchy tacos with cheese on it. You know, like for me, I just, I don't know. I don't think I've ever really celebrated Cinco de Mayo like that. I think I've mm-hmm. always been super woke. Just like, this is not Mexico's Independence Day, white people. No. Yeah. Amazing. Um- um, my, fam-
1: My family went to go eat out to Outback Steakhouse.
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> They're like, we know there's not going to be a lot of people. There's not going to be a line because everyone's going to be at Jalapenos. Yeah, Jalapenos.
1: Um, any of the Latino restaurants was like booked and full. So mm-hmm. we're like, let's just go have Australian. <laughs> yeah. Down on the bobby. <laughs> uh, I guess, too.
0: I mean, yeah, I just, I feel like, I feel like that's just a very American ish.
1: It like, is. We've really been it. Yeah. In like, means, so.
0: I'm like, Cinco de Mayo. It is now. What is it like? Once de Mayo? <laughs> Just
1: kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so basically. Yeah. We're
0: celebrating. Well, we'll, you know,
1: yeah. I'll celebrate every day. How about that? Yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm like, any day is a good day for like, you know, carne asada or your mom's rice or oh, my mom's your mom's, rice. mom's green salsa oh,
1: or one,
0: that's any day is a good day for your mom's cooking. So, you
1: know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, my mom's mole cheek I've kind of been craving that oh. with corundas.
0: Oh, yeah. That that does sound good. I'm about to drive down there one of these weekends. Yeah, We'll like, have to put you to, to work again. To yeah. make up <laughs> All our back hurt from standing up. I know that was definitely cool. The cool experience. At least I can say I made corundas before. Yeah. Estima Corundito. <laughs> <Corunditas>. <laughs> yeah. Corundex.
1: <Yeah. laughs> yeah. And corundas are like a form of tamale. So it's masa wrapped in banana leaves. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's really, really good. It, it, yeah, they were good. It, um, it goes with mole really well. And if you don't know what mole is, I don't sorry. know what to tell you. Yeah. It's...
0: Sorry. I'm sorry. You, your life sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, anyways, I guess that's a good way to wrap things up. This episode was definitely a, another reflection. reflective. Yeah, I don't know why I can't talk today. I'm just like... <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm, just, <laughs> I'm like I said, a say. have yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm like the ancestors are coming back to me. English is not in my thought process today. I've been just. <laughs> so yeah, but yeah cheek anyways um any last words any last feedback
1: yeah so i would just say uh thank you to everyone for continuing to listen and supporting mm. the brown sound if you haven't yet make sure to follow us on on our social media accounts on instagram at the brown mm-hmm. sound podcast mm-hmm. if you love what we do and we know you do make mm-hmm. sure to go on spotify and apple podcast and give us a five star rating as that helps us come up in searches yep. and you know it makes your boys happy leave us yes. a review Talk. About about how uh, handsome we are yeah,
0: compl- <laughs> just compliment us all day you know yeah. <laughs> Tell us how great we are.
1: <laughs> yeah, we love that, and yeah. um, you know we'll we'll tell you back because yeah. you know we love to share the love. Yeah. But yeah, uh, sure. thank you for for all the good times, and I hope you know we're coming from a place of humor. As mm. always, our thoughts and opinions are just ours and ours only. Mm-hmm. And um, you know we'll see you. Uh, we'll see you next time.
0: Yeah. Adios. Just
1: kidding. Yeah. Um, also, before we go,
0: I am glad to see that your hickeys have disappeared. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in Phoenix, Javi was being a wicked cochino, you know, Susio that, um, uh, Alam- that is, he was, that he is was an Alam- titama in Phoenix. Pa- whatever, whatever. Alam- Titama Phoenix, pa- Javi. You know, a little Susio Oh, we had, it was a good times. So you disappeared for a moment. I was like, where did Javi go? But
1: these yeah, are he, how these <laughs> are how rumors start. Uh-huh, first of all, uh-huh. and. uh <laughs> no now you're to really be. gonna you're really gonna have people thinking though yes. well let them think yeah <laughs> yeah
0: it's good to keep people on their toes every once in a while as long as you don't spill my tea i'm good <laughs> all right guys see you later Adios. <laughs> And muchas gracias for listening to the Brown Sound Podcast. We had a blast with you all today and make sure to tune in next time. To follow us more closely, check us out on Instagram at the Brown Sound Podcast. For partnership opportunities or just want to get a hold of us, you can shoot us a DM on Instagram.
1: Disclaimer, the thoughts and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the hosts and hosts only.